Hello and welcome to the podcast, Building Confidence. My name is Sue Reed, and I am your host. Every week I will be discussing the subject of confidence with a new guest. So with no further ado, let's jump in. Really happy today. I have my second guest from Austin, Texas. So with me today is Aaron Trahan. Aaron has a 15 plus year career as a senior level executive leader, growing organizations, teams and people in both corporate and startup environments. Aaron is a growth mindset leader with a passion for helping people reach next levels of success in life and business. As a result, he has recently made a full-time career pivot, leaving his corporate job to focus on success coaching full-time as the founder of Performance Mindset Coaching. Aaron's a firm believer that everyone has at least one area of their life they aspire to see better results and performance in. Aaron brings a unique approach to coaching by leveraging his decade plus experience as a servant leader, combined with his coaching training from the Jay Shetty Certification School to help people go from good to great. So hello, Aaron, welcome to the show. Hi, Sue. Glad to be here. Lovely to have you. And congratulations on the change, the change from corporate world to running your own business. That's brilliant. It it was a change indeed, but one that just became too big of a calling to ignore. So yeah, happy to be focusing a much larger percent of my time on this full time now. Amazing. The first question I'd like to ask you, I ask most of my guests is, what would your definition of confidence be? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, for me, defining confidence really boils down into its simplest form is a belief in the capability or ability in yourself to be able to accomplish something. You know, I think when you look at all the different variations of how confidence plays a role, both in the good of getting things done versus, you know, also the bad of preventing things from getting done. You know, for me, I like to think of it as all boiling down into that that belief in oneself that the task, the function, the initiative, whatever it is, you know, having that underlying belief that it actually can be achieved. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, from all the research and the conversations I've been having and looking into confidence more deeply, it does boil down to your sense of self. So mm-hmm. where you see yourself and like you said, your ability to be able to carry out a task or at least find out how you carry out that task and, you know, and, and just get on with it. I'm in full full agreement there. And even if that ability or capability doesn't exist today, I think that's that's where confidence can tell very tricky stories in our own mind is just because we may not possess a certain skill set or ability today. You, you know, I, I think confidence can can work both ways, either in the lack thereof or in that firm belief that you can acquire the skill sets, the abilities, the competence, whatever it may be required to achieve that that certain task or goal. Yeah. And on that subject, I know recently I've read an article that you wrote that you called Is Confidence a Skill? Is that was that the right title? That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did that come about then? What were your thoughts behind that? Yeah. You know, I started to, 
in my own kind of reflections and engagements with some of the high performance individuals that I coach, I like to zoom out and look at all the different engagements, both formal and informal conversations and look for those common threads, or I guess what's commonly referred to as the, as the golden thread that kind of links everything together. And I came across even with high performance individuals is when you really start tackling the blockers and the obstacles, those challenges that are showing up as resistance in any area of their life, you know, it really came down to confidence being a a common theme. And when you look at someone really wanting to take on a new challenge, a new project, a career pivot, launching a new business, you name it, anything that requires a bold step forward, confidence can always be found as a as a key stakeholder there. And as I was kind of understanding as okay, what around confidence, some people are able to find it, leverage it and make that next step. A lack of confidence also prevents people from taking even that first initial step to put any action in in motion. And through my research around that, I I came across the competence, confidence loop. And while I found it interesting, and it's basically, you know, basically just says that as your competence in an area grows, so too does your confidence. And so to gain more confidence, you just need more competence in that given skill or function. But I said, that's just, I feel like there's something missing. I think the big gap that I was experiencing is before that competence in an area could be built, you almost need some type of confidence to get started in the first place mm-hmm. because that lack of confidence is what was really preventing people from taking that taking that first step. And so I kind of added to the pre-existing concept around imperfect action. And it's just that perspective and that fundamental relationship that a person who's going out to, a, to a, achieve a new goal, achieve a new initiative, is changing that perspective around, you know, action. And it doesn't always have to be perfect. The stars don't have to be aligned. It doesn't have to be the perfect scenario for you to take action. And that's, you know, when you look at at putting those things together, imperfect action to build competence, to your confidence in an area with more confidence, it comes around and promotes more imperfect action is really the formula that I, I was able to kind of dial into to say, applied appropriately, confidence can be built as any other skill can be. Yeah, but it's 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 stepping into it in the first place, isn't it? It's taking that first step. And, and I think, I don't know whether you found this with high achievers, but the problem I find with high achievers is they, they're perfectionists as well. <laughs> so they don't like to start anything unless they're going to be successful from day one. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. And yeah, I dedicated some real estate in my, my blog post to talk about that as, you know, what even for high achievers, their own success can be their own blockers. Mm. As you develop more experience, as you have more success in a given area, there's just that natural inc- inclination to be the subject matter expert. You you are wanting to kind of give out the advice and give out the guidance and not necessarily be the one receiving it in a new area. And so you get, you know, using the popular term, you find your comfort zone. You've had mm. success there you feel validated, you have experience. And so a lot of things become second nature. You feel like you've seen a lot in this given space. 
And so the reason you are so right is because that barrier to take imperfect action, to try something new, to go back into a beginner stage of anything is extremely scary, even for the highest performers and highest achievers. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it it really shows up across the spectrum on, on achievement. And I guess that's why a lot of people that are in the corporate world that have, you know, burnt themselves out basically, or on the edge of burning themselves out because they've, they've worked so hard to get where they are. They want to make a change. They want to do like you have to pivot and change their career or start their own business. But that comfort zone, that fear of stepping outside it is keeping them locked where they are. So even though they may not be very happy and, you know, they might be desperate to get out, they think, well, you know, it's just so scary. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be able to do it. They don't think, well, who, who can start a business from scratch and just jump into it? (laughs) Like nobody, nobody, nobody's an overnight success, but that sort of, yeah, but I might fail. It just Mm -hmm. keeps them where they are, even though they're not happy. Is that what you're finding? A hundred percent. There's now an identity that they've they've built and, and rightfully so. They're very proud of the title under their name probably means a lot to them. They've been right more than they've been wrong. And, and you know, there's almost this mindset that, you know, I've put in my time of going through the messy growth stage. I'm now the subject matter expert. And, you know, you got to give the comfort zone credit where it's due. The comfort zone tells an incredible story, mm-hmm. right? It it there's a reason the comfort zone is so popular for the majority of people. It's because it it convinces us we're we're in a safe space. You're not going to be stretched. You're not going to be challenged. It's things are okay here. It, it, your life will be easier staying in this comfort zone. And on the other side, when you kind of go into any element of life where you're taking imperfect action to build a competence in a given area to give yourself more confidence, you know there's. The dark secret with growth is that it's messy. It's very hard in the beginning. It's messy in the middle. The payoff is at the end. But, you know, going through that messiness of growing and learning, trial and error, figuring out what works, taking action that you know is not perfect, that you're going to have to learn from. It's that healthy balance between action and learning. And I've just seen so many people, especially as they get later on in their careers and later on in life who have had a fair amount of success unintentionally start drifting away from a growth mindset into a fixed mindset. Mm. The fixed mindset is fully insulated with the comfort zone that's telling them they're great, you're comfortable, you've had success, now it's time to to really enjoy it. And so it's difficult to kind of pull out of that and go back into a growth zone, growth mode where you're you're in that you're in that battle to learn. You're taking action that is not imperfect. You know that there's going to be some cuts and scrapes and bruises to the ego during that during that process and that's just that's just a daunting task for some people. Definitely. Yeah. The coaching business you've set up is performance mindset coaching. So that suggests that you're changing people's mindset and the the way they're looking at things. So, so how do you actually work then? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question. And so, you know, where it starts is, as you mentioned in kind of the, the opening and the intro, which I appreciate is 
my belief and my vision around professional coaching is rooted in the belief that everyone across all walks of life, almost without exception, has at least some area in their life they aspire to see better results and better performance. Now, we just talked about all the reasons that would prevent someone from actually taking action to, to realize those aspirations of better results and better performance. But we'll, we'll hold that off to, to the side for a second. I, I am a firm believer and I've, I've quizzed and asked people of all walks of life and it always comes back true. There's I've yet to find that one person who doesn't want to see better results anywhere in their life. There's just always some area that exists. And so when we break down the word performance, you know, it's very commonly associated in business culture and sports culture. It's it's putting in that work to achieve, to generate, you know, better results, you know, show more points on the scoreboard, show more stats in the stats line, generate higher sales in a corporate environment. But when you really look at what performance is from an underlying definition standpoint, it's simply carrying out the functions and the processes to do just that, see better results around any form of task or initiative or project or, or job or role. And so when I think about having a performance mindset, what I try to apply to my coaching practice is just being deliberate to install the right systems, the right mental models, the right routines, the right habits to go from a current state where we currently are with a client to their ideal state, that place in that area of their life, they want to see those better results in. And then we co-create that transformation bridge to help get them from here to here, going from good to great, however it is the client defines their good and their great. By using the systems, the habits, the routines, the accountability mechanisms, all the things that in these other settings like business and sports that they apply to setting goals and setting forecast and, you know, measuring results of where they are today with where they where they want to be. It's applying that same type of mindset to really any area of life that's important for the client. And so I'm giving clients an opportunity to invest in themselves, to invest in them discovering and becoming the best version of their future self by having a system that allows them the awareness and the clarity to really zone in on what is that area that I want to see better results in and providing that support system that gives them the infrastructure, the accountability and the systems to really have a, a quantifiable change with where they are to where they want to go in that said area that's most important to them. Mm, brilliant. And so when, I mean, before life coaches, which wasn't that long ago, actually, I don't think they've mm -hmm. been around too long. So before life coaches, when we thought of coaching, we all sort of sports. Mm -hmm. uh, and so sports coach, the idea behind a sports coach was to help you perform better. So by setting up your training schedule by, you know, daily practice, regular practice, and just trying to move forward one step at a time. And when we think of life coaching, it's very, very similar in that we are taking a person and helping them to set up there. So if you say that, you know, the goal for the sports person might be the Olympic medal, the gold medal. Mm -hmm. 
for an everyday person who wants to be better in some area of their life, they would then have a goal, which is their Olympic medal. And that might be starting their own business, might be being promoted at work and they want to achieve. And so I think the daily habits are a key part of that. It's no point in starting something, then waiting a month and then thinking, oh, I better pick it up again. You need to keep moving. You need to get that momentum going. And then I guess that's what builds the competence, which then builds the confidence. That's exactly right. And that's that's where I see a an extraordinarily amount of value that not only a coach, but all the things a coach can bring to a client, you know, the systems, the routines, the just having that external party for a client to be able to to share what the obstacles are, what challenges they're having, what are some of the unserving habits that they've been doing, they know it doesn't lead them to that gold medal. Let's kind of really see if we can, you know, change some of those habits to more serving habits. If we can shift more of those habits and routines towards things that will promote progress to get them to their own gold medal, I, I, I think that's that's where there's an extraordinarily amount of value. And then knowing that you've kind of got that accountability partner, which we all need when we're when we're tackling new things, when we're having to take action that doesn't feel so sure. There's not a ton of certainty there. We, we all in life look for the sure thing. Anything that we do, we want to make sure that you know the results from that action are going to happen exactly the way that we intended. Any investment we make, we want a guaranteed return. We want the, the perfect scenario. We want the universe to tell us and give us that all clear signal that, yeah, if you take action, things are going to work out exactly how you anticipate. The problem is that's not real life. That's not the way that's not the way it works. There are no perfect moments. There are no perfect opportunities. So every element is kind of around taking that imperfect action to kind of start the, you know, start the momentum. And you learn from that, you figure out what's working, but it's all in an effort to progress towards your your own personal kind of gold medal, as as you put it. And you know, you the the book Atomic Habits is one of my I know it's brilliant. I, <laughs> I use a quote out of there that's just so perfect for our conversation. As you mentioned routines and habits, and a quote that James Clear put in that book was the trajectory of your life will bend in the direction of your habits. Mm. And I just found that to be so true. It's just, it's all part of the process. It's all part of the inputs. It's all part of the system that you create that takes you from the place where you are today to where you want to be on that podium, kind of raising that, that gold medal. But if you don't have everything in between that kind of leads you up the right systems, the right habits, the right routines, staying accountable, having the right reflection, that's, that's the difference between that idea, that aspiration of your gold medal just stays an idea versus the people that actually take the action, stay true to the action, stay consistent with the action, the routines of making that gold medal a reality. Uh, and so, yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more in the power of habits and routines. Mm, definitely. And so what sort of clients are you seeing and and what results are you seeing? Yeah, you know, it's pretty interesting. I think it's there's a pretty wide range. And when when someone 
has previously asked me, what does my ideal client look like? You know, for me, it is it is those individuals that are living within their growth mindset. These are individuals that are investing their time, energy, and resources into developing themselves to become the best version of themselves. I'm a firm believer that you or I, we we can't change someone else. I mean, someone has to want to change for that for that change to happen. And so I I really enjoy working with the the growth-minded individuals who are in that investment stage. They're investing in themselves because they know that there's a next level. Could they be successful without coaching? Absolutely. But they know that the path that they're on to achieve that success, there's just way more. There's way more that they know, kind of that belief in themselves, that confidence. They know that with the right help, with the right support system, with the right investment in their own personal development, there's so much more that they're able to achieve than they otherwise could achieve on their own. And something that I say is, you know, kind of unique for a coach is, you know, I don't tend to coach clients that feel they need coaching. One of the things that I kind of say that may be a little controversial in the in the coaching world is I don't think anyone necessarily needs coaching, but I think coaching is applicable for everyone. And I love to work with those people who want and seek out coaching because they know that there's a next level to their results, their achievement and their and their performance. And so, yeah, it's it's really that growth minded individual who appreciates coaching to help them with a system to, to reach results and achievement that they otherwise would not have been able to achieve on their own. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to the the sports analogy again, I guess it's somebody that is already, already winning races, already, you know, training, but just needs that help to get that Olympic medal, just could probably do it on their own, but wants to do it with somebody to keep them accountable, to keep them on track. So to get there faster than if they had to do it all themselves. That's right. As opposed yeah. to somebody that perhaps turns up and says, well, you know, I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm, I'm actually going to be able to achieve this, but I want to give it a go. You want somebody that thinks, no, I can achieve this and I want to give it a go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. It's, it's those individuals that have a clear understanding in their own abilities and their own aspirations to be to be even better. One of my clients put it perfectly is like, I value coaching because I want to get better. And if there is a level of better that I could achieve on my own, that I just knew that there was more. Uh, Mm -hmm. There was more that I could have an impact in. That was more that I would be able to achieve and accomplish with a coaching partnership than if I just kind of left things up to up to my own and had to battle my own distractions, my own blind spots, my own obstacles on my own. I think we can all achieve more with with support and the right type of support. And so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty interesting to see the results of, of just the different types of transformations that occur not these big, you know, bold things, but just the, the day over day, the week over week. And it's just, I kind of come back to the big question of what more could you achieve with better awareness, with better clarity, with a support system that 
provides you the opportunity to have different perspectives, see things through a bit of a different lens or a different angle, have clarity you otherwise wouldn't have had. I think we could all use help in seeing our blind spots. And I think those are all the things that a coaching engagement brings to the table that are all the different ingredients sprinkled into all the different actions of daily life that helps people reach better results in a coaching framework than they may have otherwise been able to achieve on their own when it's just not easy to see those blind spots. It's not easy Mm -hmm. to get that additional perspective. It's not easy to enhance your clarity and awareness on a day over day, week over week basis, just keeping those conversations in your, in your own mind. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. So if somebody's listening to this and thinking, oh, yeah, well, that's me. I want to do better. How would somebody get in touch with you? Yeah, so I've got I've got my micro site available that that we can share out that is posted on my LinkedIn. So it's very easy to get in touch with me there. We can set up, you know, part of what I offer is you know, a a first step just to make sure that coaching is right for the right person. So as part of my engagement, we're going to spend a, a session just in a, in a discovery mode, just understanding kind of what does your good look like? What does your great look like? What does that gold medal, you know, really look like for each and every person? And could coaching and a coaching system help you get there? And so would be happy to, yeah, to engage in a free discovery session to find out if coaching and my focus area would be able to help them achieve better results. Excellent. Yeah. So I will put your details in the show notes and then if anybody's interested, they can get in touch with you and it's a free session. So, you know, why not? Why wouldn't you no, take no it up? No downside. Absolutely. And so before we finish up then, is there anything else you want to say or any message you want to leave? Yeah, I think it's just kind of taking some of that imperfect action and applying that to that desire that I think we all have, or we all have areas in our lives that we aspire to see better results, generate better performance, reach different achievements. And I just want to leave everyone with the confidence that there is ways to to get there where it doesn't have to just stay as, as an idea. We can take these ideas and aspirations and actually help people achieve them. And nothing pains me more than to see people who spend their whole lives waiting on that perfect moment to take action mm-hmm. when that doesn't have to be the case. Let's take imperfect action together to help you reach those goals. Absolutely. Yeah. Just hold your nose and jump in. <laughs> 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 and get messy because that's, that's what it's right. all about <laughs> yeah, and that's you get right. there in the end brilliant so it's been absolutely lovely talking to you today thank you for all the input and information it's really really great it's lovely to see you yeah thank you for having me sue welcome thank you for listening today new episodes come out every wednesday at 5 a.m uk time I've more great guests coming up to talk about a variety of topics, so I hope you'll listen again and become a regular listener. I would also like just to mention that I've written a book called Building Confidence, available on Amazon. It contains a number of habits that I put in place when building my own confidence, and my backstory is woven through it as well. There is a link in the show notes if you're interested. Well, until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Much love.